We have contact, finally. This is episode number seven with musician Bill Joel, who's a part of the Christian rock band Zealand. Welcome to Zela Food. Zela is the German word for soul, so soul food, but Zela food. This podcast is in conjunction with Zela Magazine, an online magazine bridging faith, cultures, and culture. I'm Ali Forti, an American Southern girl who travels and loves talking to people. I'm bringing you conversations from global movers and shakers from somewhere in the world. From these conversations, hopefully you'll be inspired to move and shake too. Thanks for spending time with me today. I hope you get fed, so let's begin. I sat down last week with Phil, and it was a great interview, I must say. Uh, Phil is the former bassist for the Christian rock group Newsboys. But they're still around. Um, But for me, it was a great experience being able to talk to one of the uh, former members of Newsboys. I remember listening to them in the car as a child on the radio, so it was a bit nostalgic for me. Uh, But Phil was born in Auckland, New Zealand, and he now lives in Nashville, Tennessee with his family. And he has his own band now called Zealand, and they will be opening for the Newsboys for their United Tour this fall. Phil is an easygoing guy. He's easy to talk to, and you'll hear that in the interview. His passion for Jesus and music comes across in how he talks. So if you're in the U.S. this fall, go and listen to Zealand as they open for the Newsboys. So turn up the volume and enjoy this interview with musician Phil Joel. Oh, what part of New Zealand are you from, Phil? I am from Auckland City, which is in the North, North Island. It's city in New Zealand. Um, yeah, it's very much a harbour city, two harbours, so lots of sailboats, lots of beaches. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a little bit like the northwest, like Seattle over here in the US. Okay. Um, yeah, great place to grow up, really a fantastic place to grow up. But I ended up here in the US in 1994, came over here with the good old newsboys, that's how I ended up here. Oh, that's awesome. And I hear that New Zealand is kind of, especially Auckland, that it's a laid-back city. Although it's a big city, it's kind of calm and laid-back, like not like New York or London. Well, um, somewhat. It's really different. I mean, it's the South Pacific, you know, so you have definitely a little bit of sort of islander mentality and attitude. But it's... Um, it's a pretty progressive type of a city, okay. actually, uh, and kind of a microcosm of um, uh, of cultures. It's, it's a super multicultural city, which is kind of fascinating, um, and I find it really exciting. Yeah. Like everybody from all over the world uh, has, has come to this city and found it to be like a place they want to live. So you're living there full time now. That's awesome. Do you uh, work with country music artists in any way? 
not so much. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll be dragged into a writing session and maybe help and work on work on writing country a country song here and there. But it's not exactly my passion. So uh, you know, you have a certain amount of time in life, and I don't generally don't have time on country music. I not see. So I see. I've interviewed quite a number of country music artists while they've been in Nashville. Yeah. So it's amazing how the genre is opening up to other genres, other influences. So, sure. yeah, that's quite fascinating. Uh, did you always know that you'd be in a band? Did I always know I'd be in a band? Um, you know, I when I picked up a guitar at around about 13, 13 and a half, mm -hmm. I kind of fell in love with it and realized there was something in this, you know, it resonated with my soul somehow and um, that you were good so at I it. Kind of followed it, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I felt like I was good at it, but something just resonated with me and um, and I grew up uh, an adopted kid. Okay. You know, so often adopted kids kind of really, uh, they, their radars are out, you know, their antennas are up looking for those things that they would, that, that they would gravitate towards, you know, looking for something, a connection, yeah. something that's sort of a little, you know, bigger than their conditioning. And so for me, when I got introduced to, to music and, you know, playing music, it, I fell in love with it. And that was, um, thus began my love affair. Uh, yeah, and with oh, that's awesome. And what do you enjoy most, playing the guitar or songwriting, or it's equal? Um, yeah, I, I really like the creative process. You know, it's from the initial idea mm -hmm. becoming an actual recorded piece of art, I think is really exciting. Mm -hmm. Although at the same time, it's a lot of work. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, for me, it is. You know, I, you know, some people may it, it comes super naturally and and they can, uh, you know. Uh, and, and, but for me, I it's a labor of love that I have to work at pretty hard to, to try and get it to where it needs to be. Um, so I love the creative process, but then also presenting these songs and playing in a live format is pretty exciting too. Yeah. seeing how they resonate, seeing once you send these little kids out into the world, you know, if they're going to make friends with people, <laughs> if people are going to like them, it, that's, that's an exciting process too, um, especially when you pour your heart into something, yeah. and the message of what it is that you've got in that song, you know, your hope and connects with other human beings, you know, when it does, it's pretty exciting. How does um, it make you feel when you see when people nothing. singing your songs? Yeah, it's like God uh, 
the passions that he gave you and the gifting he gave you, it's just working out and going into the world, blessing other people. But it's it's all about the right timing too, God's timing and He being ready for the moment. mentioned Nehemiah because uh, I think it's an awesome book on leadership as well and I always say that after after we meet our triune God in heaven Nehemiah is what the first one that I'm going to go to and meet uh, sometimes it's a tie with Nehemiah and Joseph in the Old Testament but um, it's amazing how he had the um, the grit and the vision and that he stayed the course to do what God told him to do among, amongst the opposition that he faced. So totally. Yeah. yeah. And that's 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 how that's how we're gonna live our lives. If we're gonna be obedient and walk by faith and not by sight and do the things that we're called to do, we're going to um, we as we're readying ourselves, as we're preparing, as we the cast vision, whatever it is we may be doing, and then on that pathway, we're gonna receive yeah. Opposition is going to be ridiculed even from people in higher positions who want to put us in certain boxes, categorize us, and say, no, you can't do that. This is, 
who you are, we know who you are, we tell you who you are, you know, God didn't tell you to do that, you told you to do that, it's going to be so many different uh, voices that you need to be prepared for, and, and uh, like Nehemiah, and he says, I'm doing a good work, I'm not coming down, you know, Yeah. and as he's building, building with Using, they're using one hand to build and, um, and the other hand holding the sword, making sure that they're protecting themselves yeah. from from whatever is coming. And so, say for us, as we build, as we work through this, Lord, we've got to guard our hearts. We've got to be prepared to um, shut our ears to voices that would um, try and throw us off course. Exactly. And so, what I do, I'm a music minister, but mm-hmm. there, you know, there, we're all called to be doing different things in, in different, uh, different parts of the world, different parts of city we live in, and uh, uh, we're all going to be facing different opposition at different points, so we're all going to be ready uh, to, to, to guard our hearts, yeah. because if we don't, we'll let little things in, you know, that will distract us, seeds of doubt and of fear and of distraction, and will throw us off the things that the Lord has called us to do. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Who's the first person you want to go and meet in heaven? A Bible character, of course. After you see oh, the triune God, <laughs> I think Josiah. Mm. I really love Josiah. I think he's this king, young. His dad was crazy mm-hmm. and evil, and he becomes a king. Yeah, you know? and it's a picture of all of us. Really, we all we're all royalty girls. Kids of, of the of the king, you know, and, and the thing is, our 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 dad was awesome. But anyway, this is just us, just like this young kid becomes king, and he um he chooses God, even though everyone around him isn't necessarily has been led astray. But he chooses God. Then he basically he starts making reforms in the city, in, in the in the nation, and then he discovers he discovers essentially what was the Bible back then. You know, it was basically. In the, dug out of the ruins of, of, of the temple and, and he begins to read it and it begins to change him and he begins to implement some of these things that, that are, were written and, uh, uh, and, and and this everything changes but he was courageous and mm-hmm. he was strong enough to say I'm going to do things the way that God wants me to do things not the way even my family has done things historically yeah. or the people around me or, uh, or the culture I'm going to do things in a way that will honour God because as we do, when we honour God, He honours us. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, and so I just think that guy is awesome. I think yeah. so. his story is so cool. Courageous. <laughs> um, how yeah. Did, yeah. It's it. Yeah. The in he, he and Nehemiah, like yeah, I could sit with them for hours over a cup of coffee. <laughs> um, how did you become a part of Newsboys? Um. Well, I was in New Zealand, and this voice had just sort of begun. They came down, did a tour down there, did some shows, and I was a part of. I was the lead singer for the opening act. And uh, anyway, I basically joined the circus, you know, back in 1994 with those boys, mm-hmm. and uh, began yeah, traveling, you know, the US and the world with 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 them. But you know, it's funny. I think there's even a theme in our conversation here. Back then, I was um, I was ready. I didn't know what it was that the Lord was calling me to do exactly, but I knew there was something, and it pushed me to ready myself, and it motivated me to get things sorted out, you know, even even 
down to you know getting rid of stuff I didn't need, selling things, collect, you know, saving, doing money together. Um, just I even I even got my passport. I've got a passport, mm-hmm. and I've got a, a, a six-month visa in that passport for the U.S. But I had no idea that I was going to get a phone call from the news boys asking me to come over to the U.S. and join them over here. Wow. So, you know, I, I just took these different steps to prepare and be ready, and um, and I was. And so when that, you know, when it was time, bam, off we went, which is pretty, which was pretty, uh, pretty fun. And it probably happened kind of fast. Like when God gets ready to use a person, it happens fast. Like the preparation beforehand, it may seem like, oh, when is this going to happen in my life? I've been waiting 5, 10, 20 years. But when that moment, when the anointing hits, I guess it's quite fast. Oh, yeah. When those opportunities strike and they feel that something resonates with a a divine correctness mm-hmm. that says, this is it, this is the path I've got you on, this is that moment, and you go, you move, yeah. you know? I mean, other times, you know, certain things happen and, and they seem like big opportunities to go real quick and you go, oh, no, I'm seeing good, but is it God? And you, there's a cause for pause in those moments, you know? And, um, but then the other moments where it's like, go, now, go, that you've got to be obedient to it. And, um, and the great, when the grace is on it, and that was, you know, that was my situation in joining the news board. It was like, go now, yeah. um, get on that plane, fly to Los Angeles, get all the halfway around the world, and uh, to a country you've never been to, and with people you don't really know, but I'm with you, it's time. And uh, yeah, so I think the Lord, I think honestly, if we're walking with the Lord and listening to Him, He's always preparing us for what's next. Yes. Um, and sometimes there are certain things that we even. We're even involving ourselves and we're telling the Lord being we're like, I don't exactly know why I'm doing this, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm learning, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm meant to be learning, uh, you know, how to be an electrician or how to rewire a house or learn a language or um, I don't know, you know, I feel like I need to be selling these things and saving money for, for something that I don't even know what I'm saving for. I mean, yeah. We just have to follow those inklings at different points and be obedient to them. And then when that moment strikes, we're like, uh-huh, there it is. Bam, off we go. Yeah. Uh, that's the adventure. And that's the adventure of walking with the Lord. It so is. Fun. Look at what, what he's been doing with you in the different countries you've been in, the people you've been able to meet and serve. Yes. And, 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 uh, yes. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I, you know, I, I feel sad for people sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if this is a righteous pity or whatever it is, but it's like, oh man, I wish you could just get a hold of the adventure the Lord has for you. Oh yeah. Because you know, it's wild. It is. Um, and, I, and I'm sad because you're settling for something very, you know, very here and now and earthly and what you can see when there's a whole vast array of things that you can't even see right now, but he wants to lead you into. Yeah. Uh, and as you're open to it, man, it's going to be awesome. It is awesome. I mean, just the mere fact that I'm talking to you, Phil, I remember growing up and there was a radio station in Columbia, South Carolina called WMHK. It's a Christian radio station. And they would play Newsboys and driving my parents, taking me to school. And um, we always had WMHK on the radio. And it's amazing talking to a former band member, but you were playing for them at this time because I started first grade I think in 94 so um, it's right. just amazing how well, you know, God um, is yeah you know that we're touring again right 
Yes. So, Zealand. Zealand is the band of it. Yes. You know, that I started in um, 2004, and uh, we are opening for this Newsboys United tour. So, myself and Peter Bill are back with the guys, and we're playing all those songs that you would have heard on the radio back in the day, you know? Wow. And uh, it's super fun. It's so fun. But even bigger than that, it's just, it's something. Um, it's great. I, I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just living the dream, honestly, right now. I get to play the new music that I'm creating with Zealand and then I go to walk, get to walk down memory lane with New Sports World and I get to watch people respond and react to these songs that, you know, 15, 20, 10 years ago, whatever, they um, you know, really, this music soundtracks the formative years of their faith and they just get emotional. You know, they're like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize how emotional this was going to be. Hearing Hearing an up-tempo sort of newsboys pop song like Take It to Your Leader or, um, you know, Shine or No Shame or Entertaining Angels or whatever it is. Yeah. And they get emotional because they realize, wow, God used that music to soundtrack and move, and to soundtrack, you know, this, my faith back then. And yes. It's been really fun because it's been a part of sort of refreshing certain people's hearts. Again, yeah. remembering God is... He was faithful back then and he was really fun. Yeah. And he's faithful now and he's still super fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, fun, you know, we don't always connect that word with God, but he is, he's so fun. He and is. He's be fun as he leads us. He's fun. He's amazing. Now, I don't know, it sounds trite or stupid. Yeah. No, it, I mean, and I totally can relate. And even though I was six years old in '94, hearing the Newsboys songs at that time, it was like the foundation of my faith. And when I see the kids um, at the the refugee Syrian refugee children, they're up there singing songs about Jesus, and they're loving it, the hand motions and everything. And I just, I said, God, please, like when they become adults. May they remember the, the this moment when they were singing about Jesus. Yeah. And you hope that they don't become extremist in ideology, but that a seed indeed has been planted, but may they hold on to it as they grow. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Music you know, um, is powerful. One of the things I've, yeah, it's one of the things that I, I, I've been able to do, and I'm talking about this Mm-hmm. Um, after I moved on from Newsboys, was that I made uh, some kids music, mm. and it was super fun. It's been super fun. Um, it's called Deliberate Kids. Okay. And uh, it's rock and it's up tempo and it's basically Newsboys kind of stuff, but with lyrics that you want, you want to get into kids' heads and hearts. And it's goofy, but it's not stupid. You know, it's not like singing about the wheels on the bus for me. Right. <laughs> it's what it is. But it's, um, and the, I created exactly for that. I just felt that we need to create this stuff to get stuff into kids' heads and hearts that would really, you know, because it never comes back void. It's going to, once it gets yeah. in there, it's going to do its thing, plant those seeds, and eventually that, you know, hopefully it'll, you know, it'll be a fruit and you're at the end of the season. So, yeah. um, you need to check that out. I will. I wrote that like, down. Um, Deliberate kids. Uh, and in Zephaniah, it says that God is a singer, and we see all over the New Testament that heaven is filled with music. I think there was a king um, in one of first or second kings that he put the choir on the front line of the battlefield <laughs> as they were marching into battle. Wow. So, yeah. um, 
Yeah. How does that make you feel or what comes to mind when you hear that God is a singer and heaven is filled with music? <laughs> I, it makes me feel inadequate. Because <laughs> 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 it's got to be the best singer in the universe. Yeah. Um, uh, it's funny, can I be threatened by God? I guess, <laughs> I guess that makes sense. No, he'll um, probably say, come on up yeah, here and sing with me, Phil, or play the guitar while I sing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> It's pretty fun. There's something about music and the whole thing that is, um, it's just bananas, you know. It pulls us all together and, um, and it used to be something that that would divide families and, and churches even, but, you know, music can now become, it's now more of a, a unifier than ever before, you know. I think you've got kids and grandparents and they're, and they're just music has a lot of power because on the opposite spectrum um, when you have people who aren't making good music that has misogynist lyrics or bad words in it you're all you're also affecting and influencing people the same way yeah so yeah we have to be careful yeah yeah we do you know we have um, that you're a worship leader um, but you didn't think of yourself as a worship leader when you were in Newsboys right 
Um, how did you get into becoming a worship minister? And are you doing that in a church, I take it? No, 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 I'm not. Um, well, no, I, I was on a, on a, uh, a tour with a, a, a youth organization called Acquired Fire on a team and doing conferences all over the country. Okay. It was about 10 years ago. And, um, and I was there just singing songs, uh, you know, solo records. And so I was there as a solo artist, basically, and, um, on that tour. And then the last weekend of the tour, uh, the worship uh, band couldn't make it, mm. and so uh, they said, "Hey, will you lead worship the last weekend in San Diego?" And I'm like, oh, "No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to lead worship. I mean, I get it, you know, but I, that's not what I do. Like, we've done it before. You know, news boards. We used to do a certain amount of that. You know, we had certain songs that were corporate worship songs, but wasn't our primary focus." Yeah. So anyway, I said no, and they said no. We really feel like you need to do it. So I went home and I told my wife and we prayed about it and we and I was like, okay, great. I feel I'm meant to do it. Um, I'll do my best. So I did, and I just fell in love with the whole experience of what and I and something clicked where I realised what worship leading kind of was. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it just it was all about leading people to a place that you wanted to go that you were. It wasn't about you, and um, and yet it, it was a combination to me of the things that I've been a part of, learning mm-hmm. how to hold myself on stage, how to sing, how to how to play my instrument, how to transition from song to song, how to. Um, but yeah. also to lead, so it was, leading people's hearts, and I think being exactly. a worship leader is different than playing on stage with a band, and that's like the Newsboys, right? songwriting and 
the art of worship is um, is pretty broad. You know, it can be it can be it can manifest itself in, in, in a lot of different ways. You know, that, so I'm very careful not to sort of categorise worship as a particular genre, which is in our you know American Western way of thinking mm-hmm. has to be is sort of a well, it has to be able to be sung in church and has to be a corporate type thing where we can all follow the rhythm and play the chords rather simply and it has to have, you know, I get that, that's helpful and it's really useful and has its place, but I, I'd like to think that we can open ourselves to broader expressions of worship um, that would, you know, because really what worship is doing is opening our hearts and it's connecting yeah. our, it's connecting our humanity with divinity. It is. It's amazing. Um, how, just worshiping God um, in different ways. But yeah, with worship, it's it's a special moment that you don't have, I think, even in going to any other kind of concerts. Um, mm-hmm. How do you balance marriage? And are you a father as well? I am. So how do you balance being married, being a father, and band life? Well, you've got to be. Well, oh, I see. Yeah, you, you're just giving a hundred percent to all three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you just have to follow the Lord's lead and make tough calls at certain points and seem tough, but aren't because if He's leading, then you know His grace is going to carry you through. And where guides, He provides. You know, at a certain point, you know, for me, I spent 13 years in the newsboys world and realized, wow. I cannot, in the next season, be a good father, husband, musician, minister, whatever you want. You know, I can't do all of these things mm-hmm. this next season as my children are growing. And um, I need to put this newsboys thing. Um, it's time for me to step aside and for me to do something else that the Lord um, will lead me into and that is maybe more manageable so that I can be a very present uh, dad and husband, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think at the point he, made, he, he leads us to make some tough calls. The, the, 
that's dumb. You, you're being, you're being reckless. You're being, I don't know, whatever. You know. Um, but that's God. Yes. I think there's always an element of danger, and, it, and it's pretty fun. Um, because they were called to walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, what's a song in your iPhone or whatever it is that you listen to music on that you can't stop listening to right now? <laughs> um, well, really, a song I can't stop listening to right now. Um, Right now, Peter Gabriel, oh. In Your Eyes, oh, I love that song. Oh. <laughs> Can't stop listening why. to it. <laughs> you know that song? It's one of those ones, yeah, right now, right now, I'm seeing it, I'm like, oh, what shall I listen to? I'm going to listen to that song, you know. Oh, I'm making dinner, what shall I listen to? I'm going to listen to that song. You know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. like whatever I'm doing, I just want to listen to that song. And it's beautiful. And it's one of those, um, it's, honestly, it's one of those, when you listen to it, Ali, In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel off the album to so, this yeah. must be like 30 years old, even this song, it just does something, it's like, wow, he's not a professing Christian or anything, but there's something in that song that makes me go, oh, makes me breathe deep and smile and say, Lord, you're good, yeah. <laughs> you're good, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great when you get a song inside of you and you just can't, the words speak to you and all of it. So, um, last question. When you hear the name Jesus, what comes to mind? Father that wants good things for the first kids and wants his kids close. He can't stand 
all the red tape and the hoops that, that people put in front of us to jump through. Yeah. And when we see him like that, when we see him, then oh, it melts us. And the Bible talks about how his kindness leads us to repentance. And it does. I follow Jesus because he's so good. Yeah. And he is so loving and so kind and loves me, sees me and understands me. And I'm not following him because I'm scared of him. Yeah. I'm not following him because I want to be on the winning team I'm following him because he represents everything that is, that is, that is he represents everything life-giving and hope-filled and, 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 and yeah it does make sense it does i think also jesus while he was so kind and compassionate i think he was very tough um yeah i think oftentimes you know we christians we want we want the easy life and so when something happens we say oh it's the devil it's the devil but sometimes i think that god is saying you're giving credit to the devil for something I'm allowing to happen in your life. And Jesus, yeah, I think he was tender, but at the same time, he's tough. But in a loving, in that loving, compassionate way that you're speaking about. Like, where's that from Greece? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't get you that. Where's that from Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he's firm. He's firm and definitely allows us get out of our debt so that we can get, so that our feet get off the ground so that we end up swimming and walking by faith and, and, and that makes sense to me you know I'm a dad yeah. I'm a dad for sure and um, I, I, you know and I will definitely allow my kids to get out of their debt at different points which may seem like suffering which may seem like cruelty but it's, it's all I'm allowing certain things because I know that they need that experience to grow. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, you're right. You're right. Jesus will allow us to go through tough things. Um, and there's always wilderness in the part of uh, on, on, in this journey. You know, in this journey to 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 something better. But in the midst of the wilderness, He's always going to provide. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that, that that it's not tough. There are dangerous animals lurking, and that it's dry, and it's dusty, and uh, yeah yeah it's that verse from joshua i'll never leave you or forsake you so be strong and courageous yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. well phil this has just been awesome to chat with you i would have never thought at six years old i would be speaking to the former bass player for newsboys um so yeah this is awesome thank you so much you're welcome you're welcome well, look after yourself over there goodbye thank you right <laughs> yeah. i appreciate your time of course God yes yes i wish i were in the u.s now so that i could go to one of your concerts but i i don't i think i won't be back till christmas time um, are you on tour around Christmas time with Newsboys? Uh, we're on tour up to December 16th. Okay, I'll keep that in and, mind. Um, and then we, uh, we'll be doing winter jams, so we'll be, we'll be in South Carolina doing winter jams. Oh, okay, I'll keep a lookout on your website for that. There you go. 
Awesome. Thanks, Ellie. Well, have a good day. Have you a good, good evening. <laughs> Thank you, and God All bless right. you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast conversation and that it fed you in some way to pursue your own dreams. Be sure to subscribe to Zayla Mag at zaylamag.com, S-E-E-L-E-M-A-G.com, where you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaways. And follow us on Instagram at Zayla Magazine, S-E-E-L-E Magazine. Till next time.